Pitfall number two, ambition. Of course, ambition is a requirement for any private equity investment to succeed. But too much ambition on the part of management can be harmful and lead to failure. The people you are investing in must possess a healthy level of ambition. Otherwise, they may take your investment, but stop moving to a higher and better position. Or perhaps they simply move on to other projects, leaving you in the unenviable position of locating competent people to operate your investment. I have an acquaintance who is an accountant for a small college, working in the financial aid office. Every semester, one or two students apply for financial aid, stay in school just long enough to get their distributions of government grants and loans, empty their account, drop out and move on, never to repay the loans or grant monies they received. Believe me, if I ever interview a person who has intentionally done something like this, I certainly won't be hiring or investing with them. It's hard to predetermine when ambition is at the appropriate level. Success in prior efforts can instill ambition in a person. Conversation about supporting a family and putting children through college are good signs in a manager slash investee, as is talk about what you, the investor, will get out of the relationship. An acquaintance had a graduating son who would soon need income. The child had not worked during his college career, so he had no track record of any type of work ethic. He made poor grades and just managed to graduate. The son convinced dad, with typical youthful vigor and enthusiasm, that the two should go into business together. Dad agreed, albeit somewhat reluctantly. He borrowed the money to purchase a franchise for his 20-something child to own and manage on a daily basis. The books looked good in the beginning, but the shop never reached those numbers. He was hopeful that his chances for success had improved when the son jumped in at full steam. But the son stuck with it all of about 90 days. Boredom soon set in, and the son decided to move on to something else, leaving his father, his investor, as an absentee owner. He lived a distance from the property, with no reasonable party able to assist him in running the business. The son bailed out, unapologetically leaving dad to clean up the mess. His ambition had outpaced his ability to complete the task at hand. This type of ambition must be avoided at all costs. Dad made a poor business decision, which cost him thousands of dollars. I have another acquaintance who, at first blush, appears to be the most ambitious person you will ever meet. However, he thinks about himself first. He is constantly turning up projects that will make him wealthy, while only giving me my investment back with a savings account return. His ambition is misplaced. I will never enter into a deal with him. My investment would be at risk of total loss. In the 1990s, when I worked for the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, we ran a program called Meet the Money, where private investors were invited to hear entrepreneurs that had innovative, environmentally-friendly technologies and ideas. These entrepreneurs had 30 minutes to openly present their programs, the finances, and make the request. I managed this program for a five-state region and served on the international version of this program, working with entrepreneurs from Mexico and Canada. If the investors were interested, they would schedule a meeting to inquire further into the opportunity. Time after time, these entrepreneurs would present passbook savings returns to these private equity investors, hoping that they would become excited about the opportunity. This was a classic example of entrepreneurial ambition being out of sync with the real world. Regrettably, it's all too common to find entrepreneurs who think about themselves first 
and the needs of the equity investor second.